Last time on episode 99. Seiza, you've traveled far across Faerun in search of children gifted with wild magic to bring back to the Mage Fist Academy as new students. Wandering around the south ward of Waterdeep, you stumble into the Spouting Fish, a middling tavern serving the traders and travelers of the area. Sleuth. After a long day in the south ward of Waterdeep, you wander into the Spouting Fish with your last ten gold, intent on spending it relaxing and forgetting about your last case. She can't help but notice that there's a tiefling just brazenly sitting at the bar. You hear the sounds of shattering glass, and a bunch of small little metallic spheroids come bouncing through the windows into the bar. They start spewing black, thick smoke, but as opposed to the first uh, small spheres, these start to explode in fiery bits of shrapnel flying everywhere. You start to lose consciousness. You see the, the tiefling at the bar start to slump over as well. As you guys fade to black, you see a couple individuals open the front door of the tavern and walk in. They're wearing masks, obscuring their faces, and probably helping them breathe in this environment, and everything fades to black. As you both wake up, you kind of feel yourselves rocking back and forth. There's a little bit of rattling of metal, and as you come to, you, you realize that you're chained to a wall in a, in a small cell with one other person, the tiefling from the bar that you saw earlier is in the cell with you. Uh, as you guys gain consciousness, you look across the way and there is an identical cell with two other individuals across the way, chained exactly as you are, manacles uh, above your head to, to both arms. And that is where I leave you guys. Super Nerd Pals. Title card fades. Lights up on library interior. Twilight. The library is neatly kept with impeccably alphabetized books lining rows of shelves that frame an eloquent, cozy fire that can be heard softly crackling. It's dancing flames casting a warm glow on Kevin, who sits comfortably in a large old armchair. Kevin is regarding the fading sun outside his library window wistfully. He's wearing a dark red bathrobe with his initials KD embroidered in gold just above the right chest pocket. He is chomping on a cob pipe when he notices the audience has entered the library. Kevin, smiling faintly as if seeing an old friend. Oh, didn't see you enter there. I was just wistfully regarding the setting sun. Welcome, listeners, to the Super Nerd Pals 100th episode spectacular. My name is Kevin, and to mark this very special occasion... Your three, oops, I mean four, hosts have asked me to spend today's runtime reading you in a tale as old as time. A classic. Kevin shifts in his armchair and reaches over to the short table on his left. The table is made of rich mahogany and has a white lace doily laid across its surface with an old, dusty, leather-bound book resting on top. He grabs the book in his large, powerful hands and blows the dust off the cover. He rests the book in his lap and opens it, then turns his attention back to the audience. So now, without further ado, I bring you Super Nerd Pals, Episode 100, Super Dungeon Pals. 
Kevin begins reading. Crossfade with the sound of thunder and lightning. Library scene shifts to some dank fantasy shit. Night. <laughs> Take it away, Kevin. Awesome, awesome. Sleuth and Seiza, you guys uh, have woken up in a in a in a cell across from two other individuals in a very similar cell. You're in a long rectangular room. It sort of tapers at the ends. Your hands are chained to the wall uh, with manacles, wooden wall, steel manacles. They're just bolted into there. Um, you can see that uh, to the left side of the room, there's just a, uh, a door. Appears to be uh, locked, perhaps. And to the right side is a set of wooden stairs leading up to what looks to be like a trap door towards the ceiling. Um, if you still your minds and uh, concentrate, you can kind of feel that the room is shifting back and forth in a sort of swaying motion. None of you have any of your gear on, you're just in simple traveling clothes. Sleuth, however, with her sleight of hand abilities and thieves tools, has managed to stow away a single lockpick on her person somewhere. And we so go. Now, right? this, this yeah. is, now the adventure right. begins. All right, so go. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. Are are my arms chained apart? Like, am I? They're am, chained uh, apart from each other in manacles. There's some reach with the chain. They're not like uh, uh, back up tight against the wall. You can you have pretty good motion. You just can't like stand up and walk, you know, to the door or anything. All right. Um. So are we all conscious? You are now all conscious, yes. All four of us. So I, so I turn, I turn to Chris, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing?" I look over to Sleuth, and I give her a quizzical look, and I say, "I assume you've been in jail before." <laughs> and I say, "I say, what is this Monday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a long weekend. Um, I'm gonna assume like." that Watson is nearby because it's a little ass mouse friend of mine. <laughs> right, Kevin? <laughs> I'm gonna assume I'm he assuming has, my mouse is in my pocket. Whether he was transported with your pocket uh, in your pocket or or uh got out somehow, he's kinda like running around on the on the floor, uh kinda scurrying in the hay and stuff. You're uh just sort of are in your general area. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little noise. Um Hey Watson. Uh, hey Waddy. Waddy, can you uh, can you reach into my uh, pocket there and pull out uh, you know my little my little friend here? Hey, hey you. Hey, <laughs> what what are you doing? Shut up. Where are you? Who's Watson? So the the, the little mouse, un, unbeknownst to <laughs> most people, it's it's stealthy. It's, it is small. Um, runs into your pocket. It grabs the uh, grabs the the lock pick out of it and kind of like runs up to your arm to your. Uh, to your shoulder, uh, just kind of happy, happy with himself that he was able to do this feat. Thanks, Waddy. I'm gonna, I'm give you a little nice piece of cheese later once we, once we get my gear back. Um, so now I'm gonna use, uh, I'm gonna lock pick my my arm thing, right, my manacle. So what am I doing with that? That is that. Um, you gotta roll, roll the d20s. A, roll a d20, and you're proficient with thieves' tools, so go ahead and add the two for your modifier for proficiency. Okay. I got a 15, so it's 17. 17, okay. Yeah, so that manacle just unclicks, clink, 
falls to the ground, one of your hands is free. Alright, so I'm gonna reach over and do it with the other hand now. That would be it'd be really dumb if I couldn't get the second hand. <laughs> like shit. I got a six, so eight. <laughs> this one's giving you a little bit of trouble, but uh, after after initially messing around with it, the lockpick doesn't break or anything, and you having experienced the other hand, which is the same exact lock style and, and mechanism, you, you managed to get it off, and so now you're, both of your hands are free. However, you're still locked in this cage with another tiefling. Hey, Jailbreaker, you're gonna, you're gonna let us out? Uh, why? <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah, but you're just gonna leave us here? Well, Come I mean, what's, what's in it for me? Uh, well, we sell the shame blood. I mean, you're, 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 you look like a tiefling. I, I, I don't know, I beg to diff- I have no Watch idea. You, Kevin, how dark is it in here? Um, we have dark vision. Dim light. I mean, you guys can see each other across the across the way to the other two individuals sitting in their cell. Um, so yeah, you, I mean, you can see. Well, I'm not sure because Stan is uh, does tend to hide his true nature, but being a tiefling, you might be able to pick up that he is also of your blood. Yeah, I'm. I'm using. I don't know if the captors like might have done whatever but i'm usually trying to pass as human because i don't i don't know like well i'm not gonna chris make a roll a, a quick insight check on that one is it insight or perception uh 13 plus oh for insight i think that's um wisdom so 14 all right you you think that you know this this individual is probably not a human um, you can't quite put your finger on it, but you just kind of feel in your bones that, you know, this person is like you, but you have no definitive proof. There's no horns protruding or, you know, devil tail that you can see or anything. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know what a tiefling is, and clearly I have no, like, basis for, for knowing what that is, and, and you just look weird. So why would I let a weird person out of these chains just by telling me? Anyway, how how are you guys? And I walk I walk over and I regard the, the two elves chained up across. I glower back at this person who just just abandoned me. I, Wait, so you're uh, really just gonna abandon the tiefling? Well, we're stuck in the same cage, so technically I can't. But I'm 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 throwing as much shade at this okay. other tiefling as possible because, in in well, I don't know. Can I t- say what my character's thinking to the other, or is that too? So character knowledge and player knowledge should technically be separate. So yeah, you, I mean you can tell them anything they want, um, but uh, as, as you know, Stan. Um, but try not to use that as your characters. All right, I'm just so I'm I'm leaving him on ice for a second, her, and I'm I'm <laughs> talking and I'm like regarding the other two, you and okay. Ryan. So like I'm just like, hey, what's up? And I put I put the lockpick back in my pocket, and Watson follows, and he's chilling in the same pocket as my lockpick. <laughs> and I'm I'm so casual about it too. It's like we're a prison; we don't know where the fuck we are. I'm just like, hey, what's up? So I'm gonna just reply back to you. How how are you out of your your shackles? What's, what's going on here? I was like, you never seen a rogue before. <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna let me free? <laughs> well, you're in a different cell from me, so I don't I don't know. Oh. 
Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna you, make it worth my while. You, you and I are in the same cell. They Wait, have two so cells in one cell. Where's your Where's your lock pick? <laughs> my lock pick? I don't got yeah. my lock pick. <laughs> so it seems to me that I'm the only one actually capable of escaping these uh, manacles here and actually leaving this prison. So you know, I'm up for hearing some. Offers? Like, well, if you, if you take like, me along. So while Stan or while Sleuth is it, trying to negotiate, Kevin, I, I know this. I'm probably gonna take some penalties on this, but uh, at the end of my tail, I, I have a barbed bony tip, so I'm gonna try to use my tail to pick the lock as well. I don't <laughs> think it's gonna work. Right, but if um, I roll that twenty, that'll be pretty bad. And, and I'm like, look, Sleuth is looking over his shoulder, like, what the fuck is he? What is, what is he doing? Make 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 your check with disadvantage. Okay. So roll, roll twice, take the lower. Alright. Kevin, while, while he does that, um, well, I'll wait, actually. Wait, is there any modifiers, or what would that be? Um, dex. Dex, okay. So, uh, the lowest is a 14. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you jam your tail into the locking mechanism, and it's, it's like, <laughs> the, the triangle is too blunt to fit deeply enough in there to really get at anything. You don't hurt yourself, but you know, it might be sore for the next uh, uh, day or so. And uh, you looked really weird trying to do it. I I give a grunt of like disapproval and then I, I sh yeah. I've been practicing my whole life with these uh, tools here. I don't know why you thought just using a piece of your body to uh, pick that lock would do anything. <laughs> Um, well, it's not like I have any choice. It's not helping me. <laughs> hey, so, uh, fruit hey, hey, look, wait. I wanna wait. I wanna look at at Chris and make an investigation check to like see if I, is his is his character dressed like a monk right now? Like, well, he the, he said that we're just no, in you're, regular you're travel just wearing, attire, like traveling clothes. So like normal. So I wouldn't be able to discern like class, basically. Well, I mean, you could try to discern, oh, like, I don't know, looking at the musculature of my body, since I'm, like, very sure, I'm gonna, physically fit. Sure, I'm going to... My tiefling is going to check you out. basically asking her to check you out. Yeah, I, that's I mean, what I mean, I mean, all right, it's up wait. to Stan. It's up to Stan. All right, I'm, pull, I'm pulling back for a second. I'm going to... Can I just do an investigation check on, like, our surroundings to see if maybe I can figure something out? Okay, so while he's doing that, can I try and rip my chains out of the wall? Yeah. <laughs> These like uh, incredible hoax over here trying to rip out. Roll a, I, roll a d20 and add your strength modifier to it. All right. Oh, uh, my strength Ke modifier? Kevin. And then uh, Stan, make it a, a investigation or perception, whichever's higher. I know oh, you're I have a plus one on that. Okay. All right. I, I, I rolled a 17 plus 5 investigation, so okay. that's 20. <laughs> so um there's nothing really spectacular about the room you're in there are uh there's straw on the floor of the cell area you can tell that there's a a bunch of small bones down there either from people's meals or you're not really sure uh, but small bones sharp ends things like that the uh manacles are on iron chains but they're just secured into the uh wooden walls of the room the cells have about enough space in between each other that both doors could be opened simultaneously without hitting each other. Um, but other than that, there's really nothing down in this room that would tell you that it's used for anything else than storing individuals for uh, short amounts of time. And I can definitely tell that we're like at sea or something, right? There is a definitive mo rocking motion to the, to the room. Okay. Um... I rolled an 8. 
by the way. <laughs> All right, what? In strength. Got a nine. Yeah. So you try, you try to try to force your way out of the um, out of your manacles uh, as the chains uh, go tight. They hold fast against the wood, although uh, you can tell that there's some give to it. There might be a little bit of dry rot, maybe some termite damage in these walls. We're not sure, but uh, it wasn't as sturdy as the uh, as they would seem. But you're still chained up. Damn it! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm like watching all this going on and, and basically um, Sleuth is, is essentially saying like, wow, you guys have no patience like whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so nobody's got anything on them, right? No, you're just wearing like basic clothes. Um, you were able to smuggle uh, one of your lockpicks on your person. Just one of my lockpicks. Okay. Um, all right. So I, I'll make you all a deal. I say, like, pacing casually around the uh, the cell. <laughs> I will let you all out, but I'm going to need some payment for this, for, for my services. Because as far as I can tell, and I've seen all of you struggle so far, you guys are shit out of luck without me. So how about some gold and I'll let you all out? Uh, how much gold are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We, well, we, need to, we, need to, we need to discuss the term of how much gold. He says chained up against the wall somewhere. He has no idea where he is. Hey, look, if I don't have enough gold to pay you back, this is Andy to stand. If I don't have enough gold to pay you back, well, you, fuck, I'm just going to dip you out just on be, you. You could just be in debt to me. <laughs> Alright, I'm. Sue has had enough um, fun with playing with these guys. Um, she's going to walk over to Chris. And try to block, block, pick one of his um, arms. All right. So your your familiarity with those, you can automatically succeed. All right. So I'm gonna say. All right. Before I before I do both, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Chris's character. I'm gonna say, Hey, what's your name? My name is Seiza. What's yours? They call me Sleuth. What's your uh, What's your dominant hand? My left. All right. So I unlock her left hand. <laughs> <laughs> And I put and I put the lockpick back in. <laughs> well, I thank you. Half, half ways. Well, um, look, I'm looking at you, and you look pretty strong. And I I watched the elf over there uh, try and rip her way out of the wall, and it gave a little give. So I want to see. I'm curious now. I want to see if you can rip yourself out with one of your hands free. You might have a little leverage with your legs that you can just see if you can tear a hole in the wall. I'm I'm kind of gauging your strength right now. So this is an audition. Are you are you hiring? Are you trying to hire a bodyguard? Uh, so from what I'm parsing out here, from my five minutes being conscious, is that we're nowhere near land. I feel like we're on the water, and I can get us out of here. But I don't know what situation is awaiting us out of these decks. So I don't want to just let out people who are going to hold me back. And since nobody has any gold or valuables on them right now, yes, it's an audition. Can you please rip yourself out of the wall? I'm, I'm very bored, and I want to see some, some shit go down. Okay, step back a little bit. A little bit. I back up against the cage, and I, and I look I look at um, Ryan, and I look at Andy and, and Ryan's character, and I go, and I, like, motion to Chris, and like, watch, watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to cast Thermaturgy. So what this does is I can create minor wonders. What this is going to do, I'm going to 
project the sound of like chains or like the metal like bending and giving give and like making it sound like it's being really really stressed out or really stressed and taking a lot of tension oh are there any lights or, or like torches or no there's no fire down there um, but there's there's enough sun that kind of peeks through the cracks in the wood uh, at a certain level and from the uh, from the deck above that it is it's dimly lit okay I'm gonna do three total catch-up effects with thermometry because I'm allowed to do that so that's the first effect I'm make make the metal sound really strained two I'm gonna make the ground around me tremble <laughs> and three, I'm gonna start like, sh- uh, like doing like a Super Saiyan like charging cry. So you're, so my, you're basically c- going Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I can project the volume, the volume on my voice like three times higher than normal. So if I roll like a one, this is gonna look really embarrassing on me. But oh it, god, it, I hope you roll a one. Chris, I want you to roll the one. Since you're, <laughs> since you're mostly free and you have use of your legs and stuff, make your strength check with advantage. Okay, so I'm, I'm going Super Saiyan, and I'm going to try to rip this out of the wall. Okay, and oh, I have an advantage. And Watson perches on her shoulder, like, just, like, checking this shit going down. Okay, wow. All right, uh, uh, let's see. What's my strength? All right, I, I rolled a 20. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tears so the wall out. You, uh, you cast... <laughs> you, cast, you cast your cantrips, and uh, <laughs> um, the ground around you starts to vibrate, and small pieces of hay start to seemingly float above the ground from the from the intensity of the vibration. And uh, everything's shaking because your your voice is so loud, and the and the sound of stress chains. Um, oddly enough. When you when you yank your arm across your body, the chain doesn't actually break, but a big section of wall pops out of the side of the <laughs> uh, of the room. So you're still chained up with your with your uh, right hand and just dragging around this length of chain with a uh, with like a bolt and uh, a giant piece of wood in it. Uh, the sun shines through the hole. You can see that you are indeed uh, out over the water. Um, however, uh, from the vantage point that you can see. It doesn't look like you're in the water. You're just above it. So now you're free, technically. First, I look down at my arm and how I'm still chained. I'm like, damn it! And then I, <laughs> I just, I just shaked my head, and then I, and I, 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 can I look outside to see if I can? Sure. Okay. Because I, I don't know. I want to see if we're still at port or still or the like land nearby. That's what it sounds like. So you look out. Uh, you look out. What? Uh, is now the window in this level of the ship. <laughs> and uh, you're about 30 feet above the water, and you can't see anything but ocean. Hmm. Wait, 30 feet above the water? Indeed. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we're not moving, right? You you are moving, yeah. You're, you're I mean, failing, we're like, there was for a lack of a better motion, term. Which would, I guess, indicate that we're at sea. Yeah, guys, I don't want to alarm you, but we're actually floating. We're we're not we're we're over the water, but we're actually above the water. I don't know what's going on. So we're on like an airship over water. Like was was. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I, you gonna you gonna you gonna let us I, out? I, <laughs> I step over Chris's new uh, accessory, <laughs> and I I lean out and I look around and I make like a low whistling noise like. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I was like, wow, that was pretty impressive. 
and uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I passed. So, uh, so so what are you like? Uh, you uh, you a monk? Like, what do you do? What's your job? I am a teacher of the Mage Fist Academy. We are specialized martial artists who can channel into the chaotic forces of nature and the earth and uh, the ether and and do really crazy crazy stuff. I can like blow shit up, basically. But not yet. I mean, well, I mean, I'm still <laughs> eventually. <laughs> my master, my master. He he like I he he did incredible things. So yeah. But uh, if you need me in a fight, I'm your guy. My character talks to Ryan's character, so we're never getting out here, are we? No, definitely not. Uh, my, my character is obviously getting increasingly irritated by the uh, fact that she's still chained to a fucking wall. I, I look over to the elves. Uh, so you're gonna, you're gonna spring them out? Yeah, I guess I should probably get on that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to the cell and I'm gonna pop the lock with my thieves tools with my lock pick. Okay. Do I got to roll for that? For for the door, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna roll. All right. So that's a ten. <laughs> okay. So I mean, it's a it's a rudimentary lock. It's not very complex. It's like you know, old school piratey jail cell. Uh, so you just pop that sucker open and so that door you push it open and you're out into the center causeway between the uh between the cells okay um question is is chris's like arm chain wall is that bigger than the door or can he fit that through the door no no he can definitely fit it through it's it's like a two by two section of of wood okay i leave it on his wrist and i walk over (laughs) it's like you're free let's go so I, I hurry over. I smirk, expecting that, and then um, Kevin, can I, can I, uh, how thick is the piece of wood? It it it's like a you know made of like two by ones, so you know about inch inch and a half thick. There's okay. A, if you, you want to swing it around like an improvised weapon, you certainly could. Okay. Well, I I don't think. Okay. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna smash away the the wood part, and then I'm gonna wrap. The chain around my fist, so I'm gonna have a weighted, a weighted fist weapon. Okay. What? So, and so you're basically made brass knuckles out of. And the and while while he's doing that, I'm gonna go over and try to pop the lock on Ryan and and um, Andy's cell. Okay, uh, you succeed there. It's it's a simple design, so uh, not a problem for you to get in, especially after having done it already. Okay, and like I'm looking, I'm looking at Chris like wrap this chain around his arm, and, and like secretly I'm just like just as planned. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, so I'm gonna go stealth and go pick it off of him, <laughs> just to be a jerk. So yeah, so I'm gonna walk into their cell and I'm like, hey guys, what's up? What are your names? My name's Ren. I'm Kata. <laughs> wow, you sound real grumpy. Kata, Kata, Kata oh, sounding yeah. real annoyed right now. You don't sound like you want to get out of here. Oh, trust me, I want to get out of here. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna let Andy, Andy's character. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Rin go first. I'm gonna un- undo his um, shackles. So pops him out. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, what, what, what's your job? So, uh, I'm a cleric. Nice. Cool. So we got a, we got a kung fu man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have we have a, a world class 
um, detective, me, Sleuth, I shake uh, Rin's hand. <laughs> and we have a cleric! I glower at, at Sleuth because he, they didn't, she, she didn't shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I look I look over at, at um, Chris, I, I'm gonna need you to like, text me the name of your character so I can pronounce it. But um, uh, I look, Seiza, I look, that's it. Alright, I look over at Seiza, but I, I want to know the spelling, so can you just... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you spell your name? Yeah. Basically, basically, can you just shut the fuck up and text it back to him, Chris? Yeah. Thank you. I look, I look over at, uh, at Seiza, and I go... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, pals? This is Chris Sampson, your Tiefling co-host. Before we return to the exciting conclusion of episode 100, our first official foray into 5th edition Dozens and Dragons, I'd like to get some housekeeping out of the way. Tabletop Audio is an amazing platform that provides ambient music and sound effects for all your tabletop gaming needs. It's a great and robust and easy to use platform with many genres of styles for, to suit any style of gameplay, including fantasy, sci-fi, uh, historical, horror, uh, modern, steampunk, uh, futuristic, post-apocalyptic, you name it, they got it. They're also in beta testing of their sound pad, which provides a series of thematic sound effects, which are really great. For example, they have a House on the Haunted Hill sound pack full of super spoopy sound effects. Tabletop audio is completely free to use. If you like what they do and you want to support them, you can donate to their website or you can sign on to their Patreon page or donate to them directly via PayPal. So please check out Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Additional sound effects were acquired through freesound.org, which is a community and forum platform comprised of sound enthusiasts and sound designers and producers who upload and distribute and contribute to a vast library of royalty-free sound effects. Between these two programs and websites, pretty much all of my ambiance and sound effect needs are handled. This provides a great, great additional flair to your tabletop gaming needs. So I highly recommend checking out these two websites. One last thing, I hope you all are enjoying episode 100. Kevin, Stan, Andy, Ryan, and I, we've been having a wonderful time recording episodes 99 and 100 and 101. Everyone's having a great time with D&D, and, and we hope to make this an ongoing podcast project. We would love to hear your feedback, so feel free to tweet at us at SuperNerdPals with the hashtag SuperDungeonPals. So that wraps up all the housekeeping. Now, enjoy the rest of the episode. So you're all, you're all free. You're still in this uh, long rectangular room. Again, um, <clears throat> the door that was to the left of uh, Seiza and Sleuth's cell is uh, looks just like a plain door at the, at the end of the room. The other side has uh, like just simple wooden stairs ascending to like almost a trapdoor style uh, opening, which is currently closed, uh, but clearly leading up to um, the next deck. 
So, uh, Cesar, I saw you just fucking rip your arm right out. Uh, can you can you break us out of here? Like, what, what's going on with you, buddy? Wait, you want me to you want me to rip? You you want you want a chain arm too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to break us the hell out of here. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I put I, I put the lockpick back in my pocket because I was about to pick the lock on the door. But I was like, it's a good idea, Ren. I, I want to I want to see how far we can take this. As much as I like showing off, I think we should um, be a little bit stealthy because I don't know if anyone heard what I just did back there, but I'd rather not risk it. Especially with all the noise you made, you bastard. You goddamn super saiyan. <laughs> Hey, it worked. I'm at, like, well, half. Half worked. Half but. worked. I'm kind of shocked <laughs> right. that, like, nobody else heard that and is coming down to check us out. Oh, they might be. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking an awfully <laughs> long time to decide what we're doing. All right, sleuth, let, let's break out of here. Pick, All right, fine. I, I, take the pick, I take the lock pick out, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Well, first, the door is definitely locked, right? I'm going to try the knob. <laughs> the, the door that's just at the end of the hall? Yeah. So it's actually open. It's not locked. All right. So wait. I, so wait. I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna leave. I so I test the knob, but I don't open the door. I'm gonna step back, and I'm gonna use thaumaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna take this pose where I like hold my hands out towards the door, and I'm gonna plant my feet, and I'm gonna say lock pick powers activate, and then pow, the door opens. <laughs> And then, I, and then I'm gonna turn to Chris. Um, I'm gonna turn to Seiza and Rin. And um, fuck, I forgot Ryan. Ryan, what's your character's name? Kada. Kada. And I'm like, see, if you practice every day, maybe your lockpick skills will be that good. Okay, you know what? Like, <laughs> I, I raise an eyebrow. I'm gonna roll for an Arcana check. I'm gonna see if he used our thermaturgy as well. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that um, wisdom? What's that? Arcana's gonna be intelligence. Okay, so I rolled a twelve. So I mean, why is Chris so stack? What the hell? <laughs> you're familiar with this because you're also a tiefling, and it's a cantrip to you, given to you by your heritage. So yeah, you totally can tell that he used that. But just as the same, he can tell that you he used uh, that you used thaumaturgy earlier as well. I I just give like a knowing smirk and I start nodding and uh, and then. Uh, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean over it and quietly fist bump uh, Seiza. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship acquired. So, inside the inside the room that Sleuth just opened, it's actually just a larder. Um, you know, basic food provisions um, and things that like that. Um, but there's also a chest inside, uh, just sitting in the middle of the the room. It looks like it was put here recently. Is there any cheese in that room? <laughs> um, you know what? There is. There is a wheel of cheddar just kind of sitting up on one of the shelves. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach for the cheddar and I'm like a break. Off, I'm gonna break off a, a piece with my hand with my bare hands, big enough for me, and then I'm gonna take a slightly smaller piece and put it in my pocket, and I'm gonna just munch on the uh, the cheese while I walk over to the chest. Um, uh, I'm gonna I have a question: Is is Ryan still chained up? No, I let. It. No, so no, he popped everywhere. No, I'm just so, I'm quietly observing everything in the background, rubbing my wrists from trying to pull myself out of the wall. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna speak to Kada. Um, All right, so, you and I can speak in Elvish, can't we? We can. <laughs> yes. They both. don't know that. No, they won't have any idea what we're saying. 
Fine, then then I'm gonna say some like really dark sounding shit in in um in infernal, infernal. to Chris. <laughs> But it's gonna be some mundane shit. It's like, have you ever tried like pirate cheddar? It's pretty good, like, honestly. Oh my god, you two but it's gonna sound, have like friendship it's, acquired. It's gonna this. sound like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna speak to Ryan. So, uh, what's your job? What do you, what do you do? Oh, I turn to Sleuth and I respond back. Yeah, cheddar's great, but it's, I, I, I like like I like uh, ham it up so it sounds even more evil. <laughs> and then Chris does um, thaumaturgy, so like blood starts pouring out of the side. Oh, of you, know, you, know, you know what? Okay, so I, I talk to Sleuth. I use thaumaturgy again, and I change the colors of my, of my eyes from like purple to like a blood red. Uh, and I'm just like think, munching on cheese. Uh, Alright, so my character is just gonna assume that you're like dying and try to use a healing spell on you. And then I'm like, no, 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 in English, in common. And I'm like, don't. You guys are building bridges. Yeah, don't, no. It's fine. He's all, she's alright. Don't, don't worry. Don't use any, don't burn any spells. I mean, I mean. On parlor tricks. Her eyes went from like purple to red. That's some like. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna check the chest real quick so we can get this rolling. Is is it locked? No, it's unlocked, and actually inside is all of your guys' gear. Yes! Oh, <clears throat> nice. Excellent. <clears throat> Presumably <throat> taken off of you when you were uh, incapacitated. Hey, look, we won. <laughs> I, start, I start getting harassed. You win. Well, we won. We won one battle, but uh, looks like there's a lot more for us to figure out. It takes you a couple minutes to kind of don all your stuff and get it all set up, but uh, you guys are all armored and armed and good to go. I, I breathe on on um, Rin's chainmail, like, <gasps> and I like polish it. <laughs> so that's a good quality. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning? Chainmail. <laughs> Chainmail. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. What's the other, uh, other, so the other, other end, end of the hall? Is a set of just like basic wooden stairs, no handrail or anything, um, that just leads up to, to like a, a hatch, kind of like a trapdoor almost um, near the ceiling. Alright, All right. so Rin's gonna speak to the rest of the group besides Salazar. Is anyone else proficient in battle? Uh, you know, I've been in a few fights myself. I have weapons. Eh, don't worry about Sleuth. Sleuth can take care of herself. I'm ready to wreck shit. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, I, uh, I just, yeah. <laughs> I to, like, pull <laughs> some shit out the wall. Like, yeah, I don't I kinda, know. I kind of avoided that question for you, but, uh... <laughs> it's, I'm not even you, gonna address you, this. Uh, you see that chain wrapped around that forearm right there? You see this chain mail right here? I know, it's, it's, it's nice chain mail. It is. You almost have real nice jobs to afford all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Ren, how about you? I am armed with a bow and a dagger, so I am definitely good to go. Absolutely. I, I'm awesome. ready to fucking walk. Up. I walk over to, uh, to, um, oh, God. I'm going to need everybody to Kata. just text me. Kata. Kata. Sorry, okay, Kata. We're gonna do we're gonna do a cheat sheet for the for the names in Skype. Real Notes, quick. man. Notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna walk over to Kata, and I'm gonna do an investigation check with my nose, oh. and I want to see. 
Are you I'm smelling she smells the like that my armor is I, made I'm, I'm smelling something weird, like something like blood-like coming off of her. Yep. That I just, yep. I don't know what that is, but I smell it the entire time. And that's why I approached her last. So I'm going to uh, roll an investigation check on her and see if anything seems off about her to me. Okay. Oh, boy. Three. <laughs> uh, so you're definitely picking up the smell of something, but uh, it's probably just her weapons. Um, you know, maybe she doesn't clean them that well. Who knows what kind of maintenance she has on her gear? Uh, but you know, they've they've they they look like they've seen use definitely, and uh, it's probably just that. You seem like an outlander, so sleuth. <laughs> um, actually, wait a minute. I think I was. I think I labeled myself as a fighter, not an outlander. Well, outlander is a your background. Is a background soldier. Feature. It's oh! not. It's not a class. Right. Yeah, I'm an outlander as well, so like kind of like nomads. Oh, okay. Because I think I had written down somewhere that I was like a soldier turned mercenary. Mm. If that helps. Which would explain okay. why you smell what you smell. I, I just look over <laughs> at, at Sleuth and like a quizzical look and like, I'm going to go f- see where that trapdoor leads. And I walk off because I'm, anxi- I'm anxious to get out to crack skulls. Okay. Ooh. I follow after her, like, hey, aren't you, like, supposed to be zen or some shit? Like, aren't aren't all martial artists, like, you know, wisdom? And, and like, you just seem to be really into pulling shit out of walls and, like, beating, beating faces. Uh, my master always told me I was the most rambunctious student that he ever had. I'm working on it, but I really like, I really like the punch things, so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, before, before we charge into battle... Says I'm, I'm assuming you can use your fists and some form of magic, or at least you can scare them with loud booms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rin, you already told me you're a cleric. Sweet. Kada, you look like a yes. ranger. Oh, wait. A- See, now I'm getting my shit mixed up. Mm. I mean, that makes sense because you're using a bow, but... Yeah, Yeah, so you could just... Um, the the thing with my character is that she's a detective, so she's going to ask a shitload of questions. They might not always be on point. So right. feel free to... I guess to- I'm just getting... I'm just getting my... My difference between being, like, a soldier, fighter, class thing mixed up to, in order to differentiate and sort of, like, answer your questions. Mm. I mean, the main, the main difference is you're just using strength instead of dex. Um, oh, okay. That's well. Yeah, yeah that's accurate. And if, if it's in your character, you can lie. You can bluff. You'd be like, oh yeah, I'm totally a ranger. And then like, oh, but I'm actually a mercenary. Aha. It's, and actually, she uses dexterity anyway because she's a dex fighter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess in that sense, yeah, I would be, I would be a ranger. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. So you're partially right. So wait, so you're saying that as your as Kata or? Yeah, yeah. But Kata is actually a fighter, right? Yes, she Correct. is. But she okay. so Kata, my the, the thing with Kata is she she gives the minimal amount of answers on purpose because she's still sizing you up. She only talks as much as she has to until she actually trusts you. Okay, so I'm gonna Which, I'm gonna like. I'm, I hear I hear the answer and I'm go okay okay and I start to turn like I'm gonna go towards the the trap door and I turn around and I was like but one more thing <laughs> <laughs> I saw you try to rip your way out of the wall but it didn't work as well but 
That was your first instinct. That doesn't sound like a ranger to me. That sounds more like a fighter. But okay. Here's what. Here's the plan. Chris. Sorry, Chris. Hey, <laughs> Who's Chris? I am That's not Chris. That's my friend. Seiza. <laughs> Seiza, are you comfortable in the front lines? Uh, you know it. And I, I crack my knuckles, and then I put my ear towards the trap door to hear, to see if I hear anything. Kevin, I'm going to do a, a listen check. Go for it. Oh, rubbish. I, I rolled a four, so I can't hear shit. <laughs> so there's a lot of interference coming from the hole you ripped in the side of this uh, wall. Seiza <laughs> uh, hears wind going by. Seiza hears um, Rin breathing really heavily <laughs> Und- underneath the weight of, of the chain mail. It's like. <sighs> hey, Sleuth. You see, you can uh, use your detective skills to see what's out there. All right, I got one better. Door is the trap door locked? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to jimmy uh, it. It does not appear to be locked. <laughs> okay, and it's um it's like a, a rickety staircase that goes up to it, right? Yeah, just uh, not rickety per se, but like it doesn't have any hand railings. It's just like boards cut into the you know. All right, staircase. I'm gonna. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk to the top of the stairs and then just very slightly lift the trap door but not so much as to like perhaps alert anybody would that be like a sleight of hand or a stealth no you can just do it all right so i'm just gonna Uh, do it i'm gonna just do it but then i'm gonna also like make a little mouse noise like and like send watson out there to see if like watson can detect any danger (laughs) so i mean you 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 can open the door enough to get a peek outside like just get you know enough to to peek through with your eyes um and you're definitely on some kind of ship. You see a mass set in the center of the uh, of the main deck here. Uh, you can also see a couple uh, crew hands sort of going about their business, coiling ropes, you know, swabbing the deck, that kind of that kind of thing. Um, you do notice that on the bow of the ship there is a ballista. Um, you can't necessarily make out how many people there are. You see four. But so that's basically the deck or is that like a uh, not the surface of the ship but like the next floor from from what you can tell it seems to be the main deck so there's sunlight yes okay and i see a bunch of people four all right so i'm gonna shut it i'm gonna turn around and relay the information to the other three and i'm gonna be like so what how do you want to play this i mean I think we're proficient enough to, uh... Well, so on the one hand... to take this on, but... On the one hand... Somebody might die. I feel like we could pretty much fuck up these people. But they seem to be just doing their jobs. I mean, but if we go up there, their jobs will be to stop us. (laughs) (laughs) So... Normally, I, I punch my way out of everything, but we don't know if we're at port. We don't... I don't... I don't know how to pilot a ship, or whatever this is. So, maybe we should go for a stealthy route. So, here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm thinking. Seiza, you and I have access to some infernal powers. <laughs> Why don't we lure them to us? Trap them down here. And then okay. get some answers. And we'll, bottle, we'll bottleneck them and we'll take them out. Shut, shut that thing. Shut, bring them down into here. Make some noise with our thaumaturgy. Bring them down. Kato, you can hide one of the cells, use that bow, you can snipe them from behind, if, uh... Right, but they, I don't want anybody fresh. dying. 
Oh, well, you yet. see, that's Until the we got some answers. I, do. <laughs> I, I assume the worst, so... Need some yeah. answers. The truth will prevail. We need to bring some no. people down into down here. My first instinct is going to be shoot first because they took us to begin with. So I I, um, want, I want blood right now. Kevin, I wanna I wanna check to see if there's any like adequate hiding places. Um, not really. It's it's a very bare room. It's just a two cells. So I mean, it's it's technically like an open, just an open, uh, rectangularish room. If we stood on either, well, but wait, there's there's the the room with the chest in it, and the food at the far side, yes. Okay, so I'd say the room's probably like forty feet long, about ten feet wide. Uh, the main room, not the room with the chest. That's just like a, a larder closet. It's small. Okay. Um. Could any of us like? Stand on the the side of the stairs and like do like a like an ambush. Like would they see us like immediately if they were like rushing in? If someone was like standing um, just to no, the edge? Probably not. I mean, it's a pretty steep descent um, straight down. They'd probably be drawn more towards looking at the cell area. How? All right. So instead, why don't you and Caesar? Do whatever the fuck you did in here, <laughs> uh, and make enough noise to get one of the people to come in to look, and then we can we can interrogate them that way. Yeah. So this this is the setup that I'm thinking, and feel feel free to offer any suggestions. Saiza, Saiza, you and I make some noise. Bring somebody down in here. Saiza, you stand on the opposite end of the staircase. Grab one of the the first leg you see. You pull him down. <laughs> Kada, you hide in the storeroom. Pop out with your boat train. Don't fire it. But know that, know that, let them know that we mean business, basically. So you're basically asking me to shoot and intentionally miss. No, aim, no, no, aim no, no, the arrow aim. like you're oh. about to. And I also have a mace and a light bow, yeah. like crossbow. So Bring someone down in here. Make sure the the hatch is closed so nobody else follows. Or we can bring all four of them. Whatever's whatever's clever. I'm just saying I don't think we should run out there because I see four people, but I don't know if there's like twenty like just chilling on the other end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not in agreement, but one more thing. So I start unwrapping the chain. So it's about like two ar or two and a half arm lengths. When I get the chance, I'm gonna wrap it around and try to get his jaw so he doesn't try to scream or shout. And then he's good. Good. Yeah. Um, so. I'm hesitantly nodding, but I'm okay with it for now. Okay. So, so Chris, here's what we'll do. You, you make the the loud explosion noises and bring somebody down in here. Once you do that, I'm gonna do like a counter thaumaturgy to make make it sound like just nothing. Can can I do that? Can I just make like like white noise or something? Like the ocean, just more ocean like a noise or something. <laughs> uh, you, you can try to drown out the noise with another noise, certainly. Um, you can't... It's not like a noise-canceling spell, where if you make the reverse noise that he's making, then no sound gets out of it. Alright, so I'm gonna make... I'm gonna make ocean... Like, ocean noises. Like, gentle like calming. or something. I mean, it's... Seemingly, it's, it's pretty windy and noisy enough that they didn't hear, uh... Part of the... 
wall being ripped out by Seiza. Uh, Alright. True. We'll play it by ear then. I'll I'll stand I'll stand um aside just in case we need a counter sound. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay, just say if it um if this plan goes to pieces, are we gonna we're gonna punch a way out? Oh, uh, we're probably we, gonna we, have to at that point. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Well, here's here's the thing, we have a perfect bottleneck. They're all just gonna filter in through that trap door. So we'll just pick them off one by one. As they come in. Well, you don't know what's coming through the trap door. This is to true. be perfectly honest. It's also pretty cramped. I think if this is gonna be a bottleneck, I'm probably gonna be first. Kata, you could probably snipe from the from one of the cells. Um, but we're gonna, oh, it's totally. gonna be crowded. It's gonna yeah. be crowded. At this point, but it's I've gonna got, be it's I've gonna be crowded for them coming in also. Like they're gonna come in single file essentially. Well. If it happens, it happens. We're gonna crack some skulls. I have twenty. I have twenty arrows. Kata, I'm assuming has twenty arrows. And then that would mean Andy would have the same amount if we both have crossbows. Yeah. Yeah. So we have sixty. We will hit something. Andy and I are at like the perfect like sniping spot, or at least we should be if we both have crossbows. So it maintains some sort of distance. As long as you guys don't hit me. Essentially, I'll, I'm gonna I'm be in, gonna in like, you. the hall. <laughs> or whatever. Anyway, let's do it. <laughs> Enough talking, action! Just to, just to, just to add some flair, uh, I'm gonna shout something in Infernal. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna use Thaumaturgy to make it, make it sound obscenely loud. And I just say, just like, list your here. favorite cheeses. Lister cheeses. <laughs> Your favorite cheeses. <laughs> I turn. I turn to Sleuth. I was like, "You'll you'll like this." And then I shout, "I love I love Brie and and, and Fertile," <laughs> and an obscenely loud loud voice to try to attract the attention of. Um, you should also like sailors. pop the the. Um, the trap door open. Okay. So it's okay, like, so pow, I, I, trees! I, I shout, I shout, <laughs> I love Brian Infernal, and I do a palm strike, and I, uh, I, to slap open the trap door. Palm strike or you're slapping it open? Uh, palm strike it open. Like, ah, uh, yeah. You're gonna break okay. the gonna door. It's gonna make a lot of fucking noise, guys. So, <laughs> you, you do that. You're gonna palm strike open the, the trap door. It actually busts off the hinges. You just destroyed this door. Wow! Um, <laughs> and you hear, uh, you hear some commotion on deck. Someone's like, go check on the prisoners! And uh, <clears throat> immediately you can see that uh, someone's uh, approaching the, the steps down and is uh, descending into the uh, room that you guys are in. I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna speak to Kata and Elfish. And, uh, yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> a lot of side talk going on. <laughs> I try to crouch uh, next to this the stairs, and once the guy steps down far enough, I take this chains, I swing it, and try to swing it over his head to put to, right. to pull him down. Roll, roll a d20 for me. It's going to be a grapple check, and I'm just going to basically roll for him, and it's a contest of who... Okay. Rolls higher. And Sleuth right. is gonna run back to her original oh. spot in the cell. 
and like oh pretend she's still I locked just, up. I just, I just crit failed. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh <laughs> a one. shit! Yeah, so Sleuth just ran back to the cell and like pretend is pretending that she's chained up again in her original <laughs> spot. Like I'm not part of this. So you you try to try to loop the chain over the guy coming down the stairs. Uh, you completely misjudge kind of like his height versus where you are in the stairs. Luckily, though, I mean, you miss his head almost completely, but you do get, like, one of his legs. It does cause him to fall down the stairs. He just lands on his face. He takes one point of damage. It's kind of uh, dazed just a little bit as far as, you know, I just landed on my face coming down these stairs. But he is laying prone at the bottom of the stairs now. Okay. Uh, can I take additional action? Can I, um, I want to put, I want to try to grab his arm and, like, put it to a, uh, a lock uh, behind him, like you know, like old school jujitsu, right, Kevin? Um, you, sir, have already used your action. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, so I can't do anything. All right. So, what do you guys? Okay, can I accidentally shoot him in the head? <laughs> yes, you <can. laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna roll a d20 and then um, add your dexterity modifier and your proficiency bonus, and that's gonna be to hit. Okay. Shit. What is my proficiency bonus? I forgot to write two. that one down. Uh, it's usually oh, plus it's two. two? Wait, for okay. starters. It's, it's plus two for everybody right now. That's based okay, on great. your level. So, it's my it's it's my proficiency for dexterity and my proficiency bonus. It's both of them on top you, of yeah, whatever I roll. You're going to use both. The proficiency bonus is because you're proficient in the weapon you're right. using. Okay. The dexterity bonus is because you're using a ranged weapon, so it's a dexterity attack. Okay, so, so then whatever I roll plus five, then technically. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thirteen. Okay, with so the modifier, 17. that's what you actually rolled. No, 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 with the modifier. <laughs> thirteen with the modifier. Um. So you let uh, you let your arrow fly, and it actually just lands right in the wood next to his head by about like two inches. Um. And so he's actually freaking out a little bit right now. Like, That's he looks good. over at it and is like, oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, and he, uh, he starts to uh, get up off the ground as quickly as possible. So I'm going to actually follow in Ryan's footsteps and try to kill this man. Okay. <laughs> you guys have no concept of, like, <laughs> no, reconnaissance. Fucking killing him. <laughs> So you're no, going to roll point. a d20 Whoops. plus your dexterity modifier, and then if you're proficient in the weapon, and I forget for cleric, with bow. Uh, Andy, you better hit him. <laughs> Are you proficient with the crossbow? That's a good question. It was one of the things that you were able to pick for your... Uh, no, crossbows are martial weapons. Well, is oh. it a crossbow light? It's a crossbow light. Oh, then yes, you are efficient. That is a simple range weapon. Oh, okay, yeah. Alright, so... So it'll be well, next bonus plus proficiency bonus plus your roll. Okay. Oh my god. Three, four, so I got, uh, five, six, seven. Uh, so I rolled a seven. Damn it, Andy! <laughs> we are oh. not killing this fuck. What the shit? I your, was counting your on you. Your crossbow bolt just like hits him right in between the legs, like you're trying to make him dance, old school western style. Um, sort of jumps back a, a couple paces, but still a miss. Sleuth is just shaking her head, and she's gonna pull out her short bow and she's gonna aim for him for the dude's foot, non-lethal, but try to pin him in, in place. 
from where she's standing, which is the cell. Um, I got a 16 plus dexterity, right? That's three. All right, that's going to uh, hit. Okay. So uh, you're going to roll for damage, which is going to be your weapon plus your um, uh, dexterity bonus. So, all right, 1d6. That's three plus three, that's six. Okay, so uh, you let your your arrow fly and uh, just whoop, sticks right in his foot. This dude is like screaming his head off now. Um, but he's, uh, he's definitely... Counter noise, counter noise, counter noise. Okay. <laughs> All right, so now, now like we're hearing like a tsunami inside the... <laughs> <laughs> so it, it probably drowns out his screams. But it's also very loud in and of itself now, um, just generally. Can I move? I pull out my dagger and I press it against the guy's throat from behind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, try to get, try to get to stop screaming. Like, he immediately shuts his mouth. You can tell he's struggling with the pain in his foot, but uh, you know he does not want to die, so he's at least cooperating a little bit. Can I retrieve you my move, arrow or you die? <laughs> Can I pull it? Can I get that back? Actually, that arrow. Um. I'm both asking Kevin and the man I just shot. <laughs> <laughs> he considers it rude, but you can try. Yeah, you can pull it out of his foot. Or no, that one. That one. Yeah, that one. You were the foot one. <laughs> yeah, I was you the foot one. You can pull it out. All right, yes, I'm gonna pull it out. He was the foot one. Oh uh, wait, it's like before you do that, <laughs> you bite your lip. Don't yelp. The arrow comes out with a sickening like. <laughs> Just like a it's got some got some blood residue on the end of it there. I'm not salivating or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I want you to answer me honestly, or I will cut off your fingers for every lie I think you're, you're telling me. Do you understand? So he nods. He's nodding yes. The blade's still against his throat, so he's trying to make as little movement as possible. Um, but he, you, you do see him nod affirmative. Where are we? What are, are we on? Are we on a ship? Airship? Uh, we're floating all over the ocean. So what's up with that? He tells you that, oh, we are on an airship. Uh, <clears throat> it belongs to the captain. We're uh, just... Uh, ragtag band of mercenaries. I don't really know what we're doing. We were just paid to take you from point A to point B. Who paid you? I don't know that. It was just in a dead drop. Hmm, a dead drop? <laughs> I, I look over at uh, Kata. I'm like, are these your people? <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many of your mercenary friends are on here? Left on deck, including the captain, there's seven. That's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> she says. What are they armed with? Like myself, short swords. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna walk over to him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take his sword, and I'm gonna be like, Hey, what's your name? <laughs> oh my god, you're so nice! <laughs> my name's Carl. Carl, I'm sorry <laughs> about your foot. <laughs> Carl, Carl, I'm 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 sorry about your foot, but you know this is you know you can't blame us. 
<laughs> for trying to figure out what's going on. I hey, listen, friend, Carl, buddy, pal. I was the one trying to kill you. These guys are. Um, that being said, are you guys nice pirates or uh, violent pirates? All I know is we were paid to deliver you, and uh, we uh, like to complete our contracts. Most of the money is done after the job. Huh. Where are we going? <laughs> as far as I know, we're heading south from Waterdeep. I don't know the final destination, just that it would take a few days. And how long have we been at sea? We've been under travel for about a day. A day? Hmm. Alright. How about this, I say? Is there any way that you can speak to somebody? Now hear me out. I'm like looking at I'm looking at everybody. What if we went along with it? What if what if we agreed to go willingly? For for that to happen, Carl would also need to be in cahoots with us. No, we and can. Carl not, would also have to explain why he now has a hole in his foot. <clears throat> Hold no. on, because I can cure Carl's foot. Yeah, like, he, that's fine. Well, that's fine. That's fine. He, he, no, he's good. He good. Carl, how much are you getting paid for this job? It hasn't been distributed yet. That's done by the captain at the end. Carl, how about? All right. If we do, you value we money can, or do you value your life? And I press the dagger a little bit deeper. And I well, and I, I reach over and I and I, I release whoa, I release whoa, whoa, whoa. the dagger slightly <laughs> off his neck and I'm like chill out Caesar 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 have you heard of have you heard of a good cop bad cop and I, and I speak back I speak back in infernal yes of course this is part of the act play along and it just sounds like <laughs> 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 oh, we're just both speaking in infernal. <laughs> Anyway, I turn back to Carl, and I'm like, Carl, what I'm saying is, is there any way you can convince the captain to just not keep us in prison if we agree to go with you? Pretend we're prisoners when we get there. That way we can figure out what's going on. You guys still get paid, but we don't have to be locked up for this. I mean, clearly, and I, I look around, motion towards the hole in the wall, which is, we're not going anywhere either way. Unless, the other option is, of course, and... and Far be it for me to say no, but I think the other option is that we kill everybody on deck and we take the ship ourselves. And I, I go over to Kate. I was like, "How how do you feel about that?" Uh, I I, I think speaking as Kata, since she's supposed to be a soldier turned mercenary, I think she wants to volunteer to go up and talk to the captain to see if they recognize her and see if there's a way we can we can do that. Because right. if they so what I'm saying. Take me, and they didn't mean to. We now have an advantage. Maybe. So, I, so I, I pat Carl on the shoulders, like I, I smooth out, I smooth out his coat a little bit, and I'm like, all right. So listen, <laughs> we don't want to fight you. Clearly, we have the ability to kill everybody, starting with you, since you're clearly surrounded, and I have your weapon. So you want to help us out here, and we'll help you out. So I mean, or... he takes a look. He takes a look around at uh, you guys. Um, he looks over at the, the hole in the wall with kind of curiosity about what went on there. And he's uh, <clears throat> like, I, I could try talking to her, but uh, the captain, she's not the most forgiven soul. Uh, I turn him around and I use thermoturgy to like make my eyes flash like really bright. Neither am I. We do this the easy way or a hard way? Carl, what I'm, Carl, basically what I'm saying here 
Chris, that we want an intimidation check. Oh yeah. yes, intimidation. <laughs> and oh, while, shit, you while you make high. that, uh, um, I roll. Let's see, where's? Okay, so I roll a seventeen. Okay, so he's he's terrified of you, um, and he'll he'll pretty much do really whatever to save his own skin at this point. So, Carl, we're not trying to fight, you know. My my friend over here clearly itching for a fight. Everyone around here, but I I don't like. I'd prefer a nice, relaxing cruise to wherever we're going. And like I said, everybody, everything will come up roses. You guys are gonna get paid. You can give us away in chains. Fine. I don't mind. But we would at least like a few days of relaxing uh, rest on the way there while we figure out what's going on. Basically, I don't want to stay in that cell. That that would suck. And I don't want to kill everybody, either. Right? I'm Rin? right, <laughs> I mean, if we have to, we gotta do what we gotta do. So... So, Carl, what's it gonna be? You tell me. You make the deal. And, Carl, as far as your foot, I got that. Don't worry Yeah, about he's gonna it. heal we'll your foot. That. Don't worry, we, it's covered. Carl, you're in charge. You tell us what to do. I'll go up on deck and I'll see what the captain thinks. I mean, I don't know where we're going, but all I know is we need to get you there, preferably alive. Yeah. Um. So, just tell him that Kata would like a word with the captain, and uh, we'll just chill here. And uh, with uh, with weapons drawn, mind you, Carl. But we're gonna let you go. Um. We're keeping your sword. Yeah, we're keeping your sword. Tell him everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine down here. Don't worry about it. Everyone's fine. One more We're thing. all locked up. One more thing. Kato wants to be brought to the captain. I mean, there's a hole in the wall. So, it looks pretty suspicious. Oh, you know what? Better idea. Carl, why don't you take Kato straight to the captain and just say that she's the one who broke out because she's so intent with talking to the captain. And we'll just stay here. Okay. <laughs> Kato, uh, you should act... Like, you don't care about us, because I think they would be suspicious if... That's very easy for me to do right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy for me. I clap my hands somebody... together like, perfect. Yeah. Alright, so I'm going to cure Carl's foot. Uh, oh, I hope you cure Carl's foot. You just talked him up for that. I'm going to I'm gonna throw out there that, uh, Andy, if you use your spells, you do not get the back until a long rest. FYI. Oh. Wait, wait, hold on one second. Like if you're using a spell slot like Cure Wounds or... Because it's a first level spell. It's not oh, a um... Hmm, he has proficiency in medicine. Could he do anything? Could you do you anything? You can try to bandage it. It's... It's still going to look gonna suspicious. Like magically cure it. Alright, so here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to go by pirate rules. He's going to bandage your foot now. You succeed, Cure Wounds at the end of this. Not... We're gonna save it so so we can kill you all faster. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, you don't need to make a, a medicine check for that or anything. You, you're familiar enough with the process that you can kind of just rip off a piece of his pant leg and sort of bandage his foot up to where it's not like spurting blood out of it when he takes a step down or anything like that. And so Kata's going with him, and you three are staying down. There. Yeah, I, I hope Kata's good at persuasion. Kata is with a dagger and a crossbow, so that's her persuasion. <laughs> okay. Um, GL Kata. So now anything happening above deck 
the three of you staying downstairs do not really know what's going on, but obviously we'll hear it because Kata does. So uh, Carl heads up the uh, Carl heads up the stairs there, um, followed by Kata. Um, when you come out to the main deck, uh, what you see and no one else does. Yay! <laughs> uh, is uh, there's uh, there's a um, a mast in the center of the deck. There's no sails on it. There's a flag flying atop of it with a crow's nest and a um, uh, individual up there just kind of keeping watch on the horizon. Um, there's the ballista on the front of the ship that uh, Sleuth saw when she took a peek out of it. Um, there's uh, some wooden railings around the side keeping people from falling off. Uh, you can see that there's four purple gems, uh, one kind of like on each corner of the ship, they're set in uh, really nice silver uh, fittings, kind of like a ring uh, would be set, except on a much larger scale, like the gems like two foot by two foot across. Um, big old, big old keeping things. The silver settings are just attached to some iron mounts attached to the ship, and it's seemingly just the easiest way to kind of build this. Uh, the uh, behind you when you come out is a raised portion of the deck. Carl leads you kind of back around up those stairs. You're getting some really weird looks from other people on the ship, um, but no one said anything yet. As you get up the stairs that were behind you, you're on top of uh, like a raised portion of the deck with the helm, and you see a uh, a female human up there who's got some nicer armor and weapons than the rest of the individuals and she's got uh, one hand on the helm of the ship the other just kind of like resting on her hip as soon as she sees uh, Carl and you she's visibly angry Carl approaches her and she, he's like Captain the prisoners have escaped the cells but they have to uh, they'd like to parlay with you she immediately backhands him across the face like fool not Ooh. Carl <laughs> the prisoners are escaping You guys can start to, the, the three of you below decks hear a lot of commotion up above as uh, you kind of hear people shouting and running, sort of a general alarm being sounded that uh, something's amiss. The captain hit Carl uh, hard enough that he kind of spun about and, and fell to the floor. Uh, Katya, you're still kind of standing there just in shock. Oh, me. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. When uh, you see the captain take out a hand crossbow and just shoot Carl in the back on the ground. Damn it, Carl. He is currently dying. (laughs) um, (laughs) As he just has a a crossbow just bolt stuck in his back. And I need you, Ryan, to roll for initiative which is going to be a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Sleuth turns to Seiza uh, <laughs> while this is going on. It's like, I don't... I don't think she's doing good up there. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of noise up there. I think we should get up Here's, there now. Guys, we're here's, gonna have to like prepare. Here's 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 what I'm thinking. Um, Kevin, uh, real quick, um, would 
would I be able to, with my heightened detective senses, tell exactly where they are right now? Or would that um, be like an investigation check? Not, not specifically. Um, not specifically? No, without, without any kind of uh, magical deduction, you wouldn't be able to tell okay. the specific uh, spots of people uh, on the deck above you. I mean, right. short of one of you sticking your head out, I don't... Well, I don't... okay. I don't think they got too far, So, and everyone's kind of panicking right now. Um, I think we could just, the three of us, rush right in to where the captain's deck would be. Well, and we, don't, we don't know where the captain Dex is. Yeah. I mean, well, they're I mean, gonna. Guys, they're all yeah, gonna the be. They're all gonna be surrounding it because yeah, of the commotion. Yeah, you guys don't know where anything is. Yeah. Right, still... but it's a it's a ship, so there should be like a main place where the captain Have is. You, has your character been on an airship before? No, I my character isn't. So I. I That's I, something I that a history check would be a really good thing to figure out. Uh, hey, you have. So I have. Yeah. Also, Sleuth just pushes uh, Seiza off the ship, like, through the hole. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. No, I don't. Right, so what, yeah, what am I rolling or... for the history check? Um, it's going to be a d20, and it uses your intelligence. Uh, intelligence. All right, so, so... Oh, Kevin, at this point, after the 15... Oh, my does, God. Three. Does the Holy captain, shit. like... Recognize me at all, or do I recognize her, or is that what the role was for? Uh, the role is to figure out where your turn in the combat is going to be. So I I'm kind of mad a... this bitch don't know who I am. That that disappoints right. me. That would have helped out a lot. <laughs> so I rolled a five. Ugh. For your history. But you have history, you have yeah. a plus four. But I got history. plus four in history. Okay, nine. So it's a nine. Um, you have seen ships before, you've never been on an airship before, and you do not know enough about their construction to uh, know anything about what, outside of what Sleuth has seen when she took the peek out onto the main deck, um, and then told you guys. Alright. Here's, here's Sleuth was really I, smart, she would send Watson out. I, enough I, talk... Yeah. I'm, I, no, here's, I rush out. I rush out of the trap door. Uh, I, I want to fight. Oh, Damn it. With another crack of thunder, you awake alone in the old library next to the fireplace. Its once great and roaring flame is now a crackling and smoldering pile of embers. The esteemed storyteller known as Kevin is nowhere to be found. His book laid on the table next to the fireplace. You flip through the pages to try to find out what had happened to our heroes, but the pages come up blank. You turn around surveying your surroundings and you spy a curious sight you did not see before. It is a peculiar statue. You approach it cautiously and without warning, the statue's eyes open wide and bright, and a low rattle escapes from its carved lips. Curiously, you're not afraid, and you strain to hear what it says. You move closer, closer, closer so that your ears rest right next to its maw, and then the words emit from its mouth. What's up, pals? This is Chris Sampson. Your tiefling mage fist co-host. 
on behalf of the Super Nerd Pals Elite Four team, Stan, Andy, Ryan, and myself, and don't forget our amazing Dungeon Master, Kevin Doherty, we thank you so, so very much for listening to our 100th anniversary episode. That's right. This is SMP episode 100, Super Dungeon Pals. This is the first official start of our Dungeons & Dragons campaign. The second half of this first session will post in the next episode, episode 101. So stay tuned for next week for the exciting conclusion of our first ever Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign session. We would like to thank everyone who has ever supported or listened to or reviewed or, or gave constructive criticism on our projects. Thank you for sticking with us for 100 episodes as we try to fumble our way into making an amazing podcast empire. Three years in the making. It really, really means a lot to us. So thank you if you've ever shared something on Facebook, tweeted at us, wrote a review on iTunes, or shared the episode with a friend or recommended it to them. We really appreciate it. It means the world to us. We'd like to give special thanks to Zach Lyons, Josh K, Johnny Lamb, Polka Aim for joining us as guests in our past shows. And most of all, we wanted to thank you, the listener, the audience, uh, our pals who are super nerding. Without you, this is not possible. And Without you, we wouldn't have made it to episode 100. So thank you. As always, you can find our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play or any other podcast player of your choice. I use Overcast FM, which is probably one of the best ones out there for iOS. And no, I'm not being paid to, to say that. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash supernerdpals, on Twitter at supernerdpals, on Instagram at supernerdpals, and on Tumblr at supernerdpals.tumblr.com. You can find Stan on Twitter at standoom. Doom! You can find Andy on Twitter at SweetJustice1. That's O-N-E, SweetJustice1. You can find Ryan on Twitter at the underscore red underscore horror. And you can find me, Chris Sampson, on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. Alright, pals. So get pumped. Episode 101 is going to drop next week, and it will be the epic conclusion to our first ever campaign session. Will Kata survive? Will Seiza punch her way into a corner that she can't punch out of? Will Ren run out of heal spells and not be able to help his friends? Will Sleuth and Watson never be able to eat cheese again? Tune in next time on episode 101 to find out. Till then, thanks for listening.